My Love of Life Energy is a podcast created by Anna Scott. Anna knows that every human being sees life uniquely. In this podcast, she will talk to people and learn from them. These conversations are to shine the brilliance of each human being she speaks to. Join her. After each exploration, you will expand on your insights and see truth and beauty. All right, we're there. Uh, <laughs> I always start, and I always, when, I, when I'm starting to talk to somebody in my podcast, I always start laughing because I feel all the love that I have for people. And today I'm having the honor of talking with Paul Burke. And Paul and I both um, were graduates, or we both were apprentices with Michael Neal. And we were in a class together. And over the years, we've just developed a, a deep, fond friendship. I think that's how I would say it. Is that true for you? That definitely fits for me. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, Paul, one of the things that um, I'm curious about is what, what had you apprentice with Michael? Why did you do that? Michael Neal, for the, the listeners, if you're listening, Michael Neal is in the three principal worlds, has done more for the three principles and bringing it out, and he's a, an amazing coach. Yeah, hmm. What had me do that? You know, I, I, I'd say that a lot of it was um, instinct. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't have an elegant set of, of uh, you know, facts and observations that support my choice to do that it, as uh, the more the more time I spent with Michael the more I was appreciating um, what he saw and how he communicated it and um, I just had a sense that um, doing that with him would be a rich experience and so I I said hey let's talk about this and we did and ultimately I you know post that conversation it was there was it was very easy to just make the decision to say yes and so Paul what do you what were, what did you see from that period of time and what are you continuing to see hmm. I want to be careful not to make something up right now I'd like to try to hear what what's really true and um I really, uh, part of it is um, I saw that Michael's work was introducing a lot of people to a basic truth that's resident in everyone and available to everyone, but not everyone gets a chance to get access to it. And I, I never had the thought that I would work with Michael to become you know, a mini Michael that doesn't make any sense to me at all, you know, but I just had the thought, the notion that my sense of him is that he's for people, you know, and that, and that he's not looking to create carbon copies, but, he, um, and once again, it's just, uh, I responded to my sense of him as a human being, and I was watching what he was doing in the world, and, um, said yeah i you know that me doing my version of, of what michael's 
accomplishing is something that's really of value to me. And it'll look very different. You know, I don't, I, I don't have any aspirations to, to necessarily, you know, get the kind of um, profile that that has developed for Michael in 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 the world. But um, but I but I would love I would love I'm looking to move forward the impact. What's so interesting is you're a financial planner, and so <laughs> I mean, it's radical that you would take a leap um, into this world where that wasn't your bread and butter. And yeah. And I'm curious, how has it impacted how you work with your clients? Well, you know, I guess what I'd say, Anna, is that it wasn't and it was my bread and butter in that um, I think that I have, you know, there are different degrees of something deeper than money that shows up in an advisor's relationship with clients when it's available to show up, when the advisor's inclined and in contact with what's there and when the client's interested and drawn to that. And so um, even in the cases I have clients, it's kind of all over the map. I have clients where it's really pretty much just, we're just working on the money stuff. And then clients where there's a lot of conversation going on about what's deeper, what's underneath, you know, what's oh, wow. life. And, and so, and so um, my, my foray into more and more looking at, you know, kind of how it works being human and what's going on you know that's been on for quite a long time and it's all been motivated actually there's a there's a psychologist named ted klontz who has created i sense that it's a fairly good part of his practice i don't know what percentage it is but he but he does work with financial advisors and i remember one time i was, I was at a conference and ted who I, I really i just really like ted a lot when um Ted was talking at this conference and he made a statement that I can still hear. And that is, there are no problem clients. There are only advisors that have run out of solutions. And so I, I don't know to what extent Ted was pointing to inner world solutions. I'm sure his statement included outer world stuff, but I think he also was pointing at the inner. And that's, that just hit me like a ton of bricks. And I thought, yeah, if I really want to add value, you know, this is, I'm going to develop my perspective there. And, you know, as it turns out, you know, this far down the road, you know, it's very clear to me that it's not about what any of us knows. It's about who we are. It's about how we show up in an exchange with another that makes all the difference. And that's true for, you know, that's true for a coach with a client or a financial advisor with a client or a friend with a friend or a partner with a partner. It doesn't matter. You know, a parent with a child, you know, there's there's stuff in the world that matters. Like, you know, to your son, hey, son, clean your room. That's in the physical world and it matters. But what goes between that father and son on a level underneath that in terms of who the father's being, that's a very powerful teacher for that child. You're, you're um, saying this to me in the way that, that I, I, I think this is what you're saying. Um, one is I see when you talk, like 
like we could like I, I see a fishing pole. And what you're doing with your clients is you're dropping your pole all the way to the ground like the 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 hook goes all the way to the depth of who they are as a human being, not just on the surface. Well, it's available to because yeah. the truth is that I built this I built my current business, you know, before I before I saw things the way that I see them now. And so that I so I have a range of people that I support, some of whom really see me as just a numbers and money person, and others of whom like get, oh, I love that Paul does that, but you know, I think what's more powerful between us is the conversation. And there's a range there, you know. And I'm so the truth is I'm I'm ready to drop the hook all the way down for anybody that wants to, but I it's not with everybody. Yeah, I know, but your your capacity to do that, because I've been with you. I know that. The, the other part that you're talking about that I love is you're, you're talking about, you said, who you show up as. And I, I think about it's the energy that I bring to a person. Yeah. Like that's my language. Yeah. You know, and I might actually say it is who you don't show up as. <laughs> because, <laughs> because, because really what's true is inside all of us is something that's authentic and real and what matters. And we often bring stuff that sort of covers that up. And so the better we are at getting out of the way of that, I think the clearer and cleaner our presence is and the more of an invitation. We, uh, you know, it becomes for the other to see what they, what's in them that they maybe haven't seen yet. So you just said something, and I don't think most people, like if somebody was listening to this podcast besides me and you, <laughs> You might think this guy, so, this guy is this guy's um, done far too many drugs or something. Yeah, but what's the thing that I want you because you you talk about it when we're together, you talk about it so clearly, this thing that's inside of people, and you see it so clearly and what gets in the way. And what is that to you? Hmm, yeah. Um It's a, it, there's, it's very um, sort of amorphous to me. I mean, what it is actually in part is a silence and a quiet and an emptiness that's, that's resident in all of us. And when we can drop into that place, then there's also wisdom that we have access to. And that may partly be in us, but I think it's bigger, bigger than us, you know, um, and so uh, I think I'm losing your question, Anna. Like, but. well, no, I just, I just think you answered it beautifully in a way that actually, um, you know, it's like when you hear something, you know, you've heard it, but you haven't really heard it, or you're hearing it deeper. Mm -hmm. I said, you know, I, I was asking, like, what's this thing in us? And what you pointed to is the silence, the quiet, the emptiness. And, yeah. and it's and, a weirdly full emptiness. Yeah. <laughs> so, sorry. Yeah. No, it's um, <laughs> and it's funny when I touch it, I start laughing hysterically mm. because I feel it and it's profound. Yeah. Yes. And and what you're saying is that everybody has this. 
Absolutely. I think that's the most important thing that, you know, speaking as a coach, I think that's maybe, you know, for the moment, I'm going to argue that that's the most important thing that we can know. That that's, that that's true of anyone we're in contact with. So, Paul, you just helped me as a coach. Because I see what you're doing. Is because I get to experience you. I, I mean, we both we we take Paul, you know, red alert or disclosure. Paul and I hike weekly together, and I've gotten to be in your presence. And I see what you're. I think not that it's not a temper technique. You know, the Namaste, the God in me sees the God in you. Mm-hmm. But it's like you feel into your own silence and quiet space, which then invites the other person to feel into theirs. Yeah, and I don't think it's it's something that I do because I'm wise or skilled or you know um, any of that. I don't like. I don't think there's anything to own here as special. What has happened for me is that I've been blessed with experiences that have shown me what it what it feels like when I get out of the way. What happens when I get out of the way? Because that that you just described happens when we get out of the way. You know, and so so it's like I don't I don't ever go into a conversation with like like this deep serious intent to you know like I'm uh, you know it's really I just I just want to be in the conversation and yeah I think when we do that from a place of you know not when I'm not sitting on my side of the conversation thinking well yeah I'm like that this way or yeah I had that experience or oh here's what she means or here's what's going on with her or like when I if I can just be with you in the exchange and hear what comes up quietly from me not from my personal thinking you know not from my making things up is that what that seems like, is that what your get out of the way is when you say yeah that? it's yeah, it's kind of almost, it's kind of almost like a do nothing thing. You know, it's like do no harm in a way, <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm just, you know, and what I think the, the way that it came in for me initially is I just love talking to people. I love hearing what's going on with them. And so, you know, as it occurred to me based on input from so many people that have, you know, that have given me gifts you know, their, their commentary would bring awareness. It was, you know, it, it just occurred to me that, you know, the less of me that there can be in a conversation with me, the more of you, you get to see, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, um, and that's really what I want in an exchange with another. Cause I, I'm so convinced that we all have this majestic, you know, state, resident in us and you know i mean if i could spend the rest of my life just very you know gently and and um easily and maybe lightly you know having you know, helping people to catch that about themselves i can't imagine anything better you, you one time said to me And I can feel it right now. You said, this is the reason I love this. This is the best feeling ever. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it's funny because it's, it's quiet, right? It's like there was a time in my life when um, 
I would have I would have called a fast paced, adrenalized, super sort of jaggy fun experience as as like the peak. That's not that's, that's not so. I mean, there's nothing wrong with those, and I, and and you know, I I'll engage in that at times now, but I wouldn't want a steady diet of it. You know what's 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 better in my mind is much more quiet and still than that. It's almost like you didn't know. Like I didn't know this existed. No, no, and and didn't know didn't know that it was already there in you. You know, it was already there in me. Didn't have any idea. And that's the thing that's so, to me, so wonderful about an exchange with another human who's interested because it's there you know it's not like you have to give them a download and install something that they don't already have all you're doing you know it's it's like it's 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 so much fun it'd be it's sort of like you know someone has a huge stack of cash in their dresser drawer and they don't know it and if you can help them open the drawer and move the t-shirts and see it and find the cash, that's how good is that for everybody? I, uh, well, the, I have a client who says to me, she goes, it's, it's really this simple, isn't it? Like she always jokes about it. The thing that I, like as we're sitting here talking, I can feel myself dropping into this space more and more with you. Mm -hmm. And I'm curious, because I know you do it too, what's your experience or what are you noticing as you continually drop into this space? Hmm. Well, um... I, you know, I feel, I feel kind of quiet. Um, things will come in, you know, and they don't necessarily, they don't feel like they're of my, you know, thinking necessarily. Um, you, you, something you said just a moment ago referenced some state of being, I don't know. I don't remember what it was. I wish I, I should have jotted it down, but one of the things that I think is really exciting is that I think this continues to deepen. As long as we're drawing breath, you know, as long as, as long as we're in, in the game of being human, this, this, I, I'm guessing, I don't know how, does it get so quiet and so empty that we disappear? I don't think so, <laughs> you know, but, but it does feel as though, you know, I may, and maybe it's more a matter of you spend more and more time in that place and less and less time in the adrenalized busy place. Cause you know, I mean, there's, it's both, right? The people that I know that seem to be the most in contact with the truth of, you know, kind of who they are and, and how, how life works from the perspective that we're kind of talking from are not there all the time. You know, and they say that they're not there all the time. They, they own that. But my sense about it is, probably more and more time, less and less time in a, in a busy-minded state, less and less time feeling there's something wrong, 
I, I'm having the wrong experience. Um, and uh, much faster movement out of that, mostly, you know, when they catch it. What's interesting is, is it's like, I don't know, I see you drinking coffee or tea or water or something. And like I used to be a Diet Coke addict mm -hmm. and I thought it was normal just to drink that. And I've lost my taste for it. It's so bad now. And I mean, I'm not dissing anybody, but just my taste yeah, for it. Yeah. Sure. It's so different that I can't tolerate it. And for me, what I'm beginning to notice is I don't have a tolerance for all the noise. Like yeah. I catch it sooner and sooner. And it's like it's like living walking into a house that's a hoarder's house. Again, like mm -hmm. no judgment. Mm -hmm. Like that's what it used to be in my mind. It'd be so crowded. Yeah. And now it's like walking into a Zen space and I get used to it and I begin to notice the accumulation of like where there's too much thinking or it begins to get crowded. Yeah. Like I just don't have a tolerance for it anymore. Yeah. Well, I think, and I think maybe, maybe the first thing, the first gift that comes to us in that is if we're sort of in motion on it is just the awareness that, oh man, I'm really busy right now. Yeah. You know, or oh man, I feel, I feel kind of down and crummy. And I, I know that I'm engaged. I, I'm, I'm engaged in that, where that feeling is coming from. <laughs> you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm doing an interpretation, making an interpretation. That, I you know, you know, you said something and I, I want to thank you. And I, I get to do it publicly, even if it's just you and I, and you're the only ones here. Last Friday, when I called you and I was spinning out because of my solar and everything, and you said to me, you said, Anna, it's like I could notice that I was ungrounded. And, and you just said, wow, you're just telling me the state of the weather. Like it's not important. And there was something in that that instantly grounded me. And I came home, like I hadn't been able to do anything. Like I just was like a ping pong ball or a pinball. And after I saw that, I came home and I worked. Because I, I just realized I was making it mean, my statement, something. I don't know why, it's like, it's so funny how you hear things and all of a sudden you really get it. Oh, it doesn't matter. It's just my state. Yeah, and it will change. Yeah, it will change. Yeah. it did. Yeah, yeah. Well, I love, you know, what, what I see, you know, fairly consistently is, I mean, even if, even if there's a level of delusion in, <laughs> In interpreting things that way, but I don't think there is. But even if there is, it does result, at least in my experience, in being more resourced, you know, with that awareness than without it. And so then you're going to be more effective and you're going to feel better. Yeah, yeah what I just saw from this conversation right now, Paul, mm -hmm. is I see the natural flow of the energy, but what was what was keeping it going was my judgment and my story of it. Like there was nothing wrong that I was ungrounded. Yeah. But what was keeping it me further ungrounded is I had thinking I made a story about being ungrounded. Yeah. 
And I hadn't seen that till right now because the nature of energy is just, it flows. That's, yeah, what I heard just now as you were talking was like struggling with the river, mm -hmm. you know, struggling against the river. That water's, that water's in motion and going to be in motion. And it's yeah. powerful. And if we, and we can either flow with it, you know, and, and, and if we really know what's happening there, we can get in, we can get in the current and keep ourselves in that current, or we can really fight it. You know, if you're in a strong river, you can try to swim a river all day long, you're just gonna end up exhausted and down river. <laughs> so. God, that's beautiful. Wow. All right, Paul, we're coming to the end. Is there anything else you wanna share? Mm. Nothing that occurs to me in the moment, yeah. I just am so grateful. I, I hope one person, my wish is that this um, podcast touches one person and they feel the quiet that you offer and they find it inside themselves. Mm. Oh, I like, I like that thought. That's you my know, it's like that wouldn't it be wonderful? Yeah, you know, and, and, and I, I think I'll piggyback on that. And what's coming to me is, I would love it if anyone who hears this or something like it can just awaken to the fact that there's something in them that's whole and healthy and real. And yeah, and, and, and that the world that they're living in is largely shaped by the stories they tell themselves about what's happened and what's happening. And there's, and there's so much possibility in that. Yeah. And Sid Banks said, when we fall out of our thinking, you know, that he does. Dickens says this, Dick and Bettner says, when we fall out of our thinking, we fall into this open, beautiful space. Yeah. That is the best place I know. Yeah. You embody it beautifully. Oh, thanks, Anna. I, I feel it deeply every time like we sit down and talk, I can feel it just deepen. Mm. So it's the most fun I know to have. <laughs> I know or, really or, one of, or one of the most fun things yeah. I know. <laughs> so. right. All right, Anna. All right. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. Yeah, it's been fun. <laughs>